at last I have you where I want you, which is at my kitchen table ready to talk about the season finale of The Americans. Look, it's just been such a long road, hasn't it? Because, you know, how long did you nag me to watch this series before I actually started watching it? Like I got quite aggressive in my refusal you to did. watch it. You did. I reckon it. two, like, two to three took, years. Yeah, yeah. Now before we get into it, can I just say this entire episode is going to be about the finale of The Americans. That's all it's going to be about, it, at least for 20 seconds until we wildly digress into something <laughs> else. I've already got something else to say that's got nothing to do with The Americans. And I'm going to force her to stay on The Americans because what I want you to understand is, firstly, this ep- this is going to be full of spoilers. If you have not watched the finale of The Americans, switch this off now and only listen to it when you have. You won't miss anything good. It'll all be about Lee just shouting at me about how she was right <laughs> and giving me her, I think, pretty pretty messed up over-interpretation of what is basically a pretty straightforward television series. And if you're a fan of the podcast um, – and but you have never watched or you have no interest in the Americans. I think I can tell you to safely just skip listening to this podcast because we'll sa- we'll make this only the Americans and then we'll then put we're other content another in. We're going to record another one new- with all the actually interesting stuff. Exactly. So this is for people who like us. We're addicted to the Americans and watch the finale and want to hear half an hour of us banging on about it. I think it. you've made that very clear. Good. Before they switch off, though, can I just say, <laughs> you know that I'm getting worse in my old age from like not reading things that people tell me, like assure me I'm going to love. Like, right. it's like So that is why I didn't watch The Americans for ages. And I've now extended it into, you know, all sorts of things. I just don't like to be told what I'm going to love. Right. And, and you know, I, I often do not read, um, you know, Booker Prize winners because I'm just like, really? Can't be that great. I, and I totally I read know them five years later. I'm like, this is amazing. I totally and know what you mean. Says, well, of course you idiot. That was like novel of the year. Well, five in the years ago. in the next episode that we're going to do, which is not this one, I'm going to talk about something that you t- you have said multiple times that you've loved, and I finally did it, and I'm like, of course I love it, but also I felt like oh, I just can't be bothered to do it, and then you do it, and you love it. So why are we resistant yeah. to doing it when people tell but us? But even that- people, I did this with recently. I um, <laughs> did a like job for a few weeks, like someone else's job. I was filling in, and um, <laughs> people were like, oh, you know, the um, EP of that show is like. Brilliant. Like he's like really great operator. I'm like, oh, yeah, can't be that great. <laughs> and was really he awesome? Good. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, okay. Some people, sometimes people are right. I just, it's true. I intellectually understand that and yet still. Okay. The Americans finale. The Americans. First, let's just start broad. Did you, what did you think of the overall final season and, and how did you think of the finale oh, as a. It's the, this, the show is back, right? I thought you and I both thought that the last season was pretty. We did. Pretty, uh, it was the weakest for sure. It was. And uh, sure, everybody's allowed to have a slump season, right? Um, and that was it. In fact, so much it that I was a bit like, oh, I'm disengaged really. I, I sort of yep. don't care what happens to him. Um, but from the very first episode, this final season is just back to its twanging, anxiety-inducing best. And did you think the finale was a good ending? I did. Yeah, I did. Um, it, it completely surprised me in its style and its execution because I was expecting something more like the end of the second series, you know, like shootouts, um, people right. being cornered, like rapid – was it the second season? That like incredibly high-octane one where they nearly got caught. Remember? I think that might have been season one. Is it where they're was in the car one? driving down the yeah. street and she yeah, jumps yeah, in? Yeah, That's yeah, the end yeah. of season one. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I was thinking oh, it will be something like right. that. Like they'll That's be, what I thought end too. up in a – Street standoff, and it'll be Stan. Same. I thought it'll be Stan v Elizabeth. Like that's what it'll be. Like right. as the sort of, or 
I thought there'll be some sort of situation where Paige has got to make a choice right. between, you know, um, her parents. And well, she did. Yeah, well. Um, <laughs> the, yes. But I, the, the thing, the stylistic thing that absolutely captivated me was how, not how slow it was, but like that half the final episode is instrumental. Like it's just, that was completely bold and like, what was there's a Dire Straits song that's yeah and then, and the U two song the U2 with or without song. you which yeah. um, plays for its entirety while they get burgers the yeah. product placement in this series is insane by the way it true yeah. um, as I, I sip my bushels tea <laughs> I reflect that really I um I really liked the I I, I agree hundred percent agree I thought the final season was excellent and I think the finale was really good too and I'll come to that in more detail in a sec um I just wanted to make the point that. One of the things, I mean, I, I was uh, either crying or close to tears for nearly the entire final episode yeah. from um, both just, you know, farewelling the characters but also the tension. Yeah. And one of the things that really strikes me with this show is they never relieve the tension, yeah. um, which makes it quite excruciating to watch. Yeah. I was thinking about it because I had been noticing there's been lots of talk about Hannah Gadsby's show Nanette, oh God, which I is on Netflix. Oh everybody, God. I know everyone is. Um, I hate to give you another thing to tell you. I know. Love it, Look, I'm, I'm ex- I accept that this will be brilliant. I just it's, haven't it's quite It's both astonishing as a actual human story but also as a piece of writing and performance. Like yeah. it, it is really something else. But um, she creates tension and diffuses it really mm. amazingly at multiple points in the show. In the Americans, they never really let you off the hook. They never yeah. give you a moment to diffuse the tension, which I find quite hard. So by the time I've hit the finale, I was just a jangling wreck. Yeah. Um, and that's not even binge watching. I was watching it spaced out. Yeah. Um, but I – People who've heard us talk about this before will know my theory about the final episode. I, I agreed with you. I thought it was going to be some sort of shoot em yeah. out massive thing like that. But I remember I said I thought there were three things that had to be resolved. Philip and Elizabeth versus the kids. Yeah. Stan versus Philip and Philip versus Elizabeth. Yeah. And so I was left very satisfied because I thought yeah. they did resolve all three yeah. of those things. Yeah. Two in ways similar that I thought and one in a way different to I thought. Which was the way that was different? Um, Philip and Elizabeth. I thought Philip and Elizabeth would confront each other and and fall apart and in the end actually they are the only thing left standing is the Philip and Elizabeth relationship, which sort of makes sense because the whole thing really at its core has been about Philip and Elizabeth's relationship the whole way along. Um, For me, the scene in the final episode that was the most – I mean there was a lot of impactful scenes, but the one that for me was I just wasn't even breathing was when Stan confronts them. Yeah, well, the whole series has been leading up to this point, right? And the like, whole, the, every, the yeah. whole six series. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, and you've been edging up to it with the emergence and then development of his suspicions. Um, and then when he's keeping watch over um, uh, Thingo's flat and what's the daughter's name? Oh, Paige. What's my brain. Paige's flat. And – you just know because of television that they are going to come along and he's going to see them. And then I just was shouting at him to not go into that garage. Oh. Such, such is my fear of Elizabeth that oh, I just thought same. she's going to like just sink her fangs into the back of your neck and drink your spinal fluid, babe. Like that's what's going to happen now. When they're about to get into the car and Stan walks out from the shadows and he goes, hey, guys, what are you doing here? Or, oh, or whatever. God. I, I think like I literally <laughs> – in fact, I, I wish that I'd had a camera like time-lapsing on my face just watching it and just sped it up because I – I mean, I was just my the emotional sort of 
just journey was unbelievable. But I, I think I was barely breathing because I thought yeah. they are going to kill him. Yeah. Um, and, th- and you know that they have the means. Like, I mean, oh. just because he's got a gun doesn't one, mean that they couldn't just absolutely. One stupid dude with a gun versus Philip and Elizabeth, if they wanted to kill Stan, they were yeah. going to kill Stan. And Paige. Oh, God. Um, and Elizabeth kept, you know Elizabeth would have killed Stan. Yeah, she, she kept, kept looking over and checking in. She was basically looking for permission to just yeah. break his neck. Yep. But I found that a very impactful scene, particularly I thought the actor Matthew Reese, who plays Philip, oh. um, Stan pretty much, they had almost the exact conversation that I wanted them to yeah. have that they were inevitably going to have, which was Stan saying, how could you? You know, you're my best friend. You've, you've made my life a joke. Yeah, but then that's it was, a, that was such an incredible line, oh, wasn't it? So powerful. But the way Philip, Philip responded and the way the actor delivered it, like his the vulnerability and the sincerity, he said something like, you know, when Stan said, you know, my life is a joke, Philip said, you know, you were my only friend in my whole oh, shitty, shitty life. life. All these years, my life was the joke, not yours. And the way that he delivered it was just yeah. phenomenal. Um, it's The scene starts to initially with them attempting to play Stan and like, yeah. oh, Paige was a bit sick and we had yeah. to come and pick her up and Stan's basically like, cut the crap. And then it hits this point and I think I audibly went, oh, Philip goes. When Philip just says. We yeah. had a job to do. Yeah. <gasps> Wasn't it just a moment? It was an incredible moment. And and Elizabeth's face is just like, well, okay, now we're going to have to kill him because you've you've pushed this past the point of deniability. So it oh, so that scene, it I'm ends my, with... My pulse is elevated just thinking about it. Same actually. here. Yeah. I, so it ends with um, Stan, as Philip says, basically, we are going to get in that car and drive away and you're going to let us. Yeah. And, and this is part does. of this. There's this kind of, you know, if you don't let us go, no one will ever know that Gorbachev's in danger, which, like, I just think, come on, people. Did but you? Anyway. It was the one moment for me in the episode that I wasn't quite sure if I bought and I've thought about it a lot. Did you think that Stan would have let them go? Well, I thought, get out. He's not going to let them go. And then when they pulled the car around and he's standing in the headlights, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to shoot their tyres out and he's going to shoot them. That's Same. what's going to happen. That's what I thought. Um, but then as they left um, – I was just like, no way, no way. But then I thought, well, his life, like he's he's had a series of petty humiliations, right? Like his um, he he's been insulted, traduced, and basically sort of cuckolded in a friendship sense for mm. six series now, right? And he's already for the last you know week or whatever been kind of dealing with these emerging suspicions that he's been made a total fool of. Um, and then what about, you know, Philip's last line to him, which is I like, oh, by the way, uh, I've, I've got a suspicion that Renee might be one of us as well. I couldn't I say for sure. sure. I, I, I burst out crying. I was yeah. like, okay, Stan's already destroyed yeah. and that is just the final yeah. nail in the coffin. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. Jeremy, who I was watching it with, is like, I said she was a spy. And <laughs> to be honest, he has said that from the very beginning. I'm like, don't be ridiculous. She's it, just a perfectly nice woman from the gym. It was very clever that they didn't that they left that unresolved. So you were left thinking yeah, at the end, got, is she a spy? Is she not a spy? Yeah. Um so but look, within minutes I had completely accepted Stan's decision because, you know, like he already is a joke to himself. If he um, pipes up and says, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, yeah, the KGB, the key to the KGB has been having lunch at my house every, you know. Yeah. Um, 
Although everyone weekend. did know that in the end anyway. Yes, that's true, but... But they didn't know that, yeah. That yeah, I don't know. Like he's never going to tell... I just, look, I, Jesus, what if they tracked his final moments and their final moments and then, oh, my God. I, look, I thought a lot about it because I thought Stan wouldn't let them go and I thought they would kill Stan. I, th- I thought Stan was going to die. I thought that yeah. was going to be tra- Stan's trajectory. Yeah. It's almost more tragic, actually, that Stan lives, yeah. to be honest. But the thing that made me come around to thinking, yeah, that's right, is Stan is a sort of – he has been a weak character. Like he yeah. has been, as you say, a cuckold, yeah. basically. So there's that. So it was another, I guess, moment of weakness for mm. Stan. And also Stan is a nice guy. Yeah. And so they've He's basically not said, cut out for that work, is he really? No. And they've said to Stan, basically, you have to look after Henry. And Stan, as we know, loves Henry. And so there was and that. And so, yeah. And then, that's totally on, isn't it? He's basically bringing up Henry from this point on. That's right. But then the other thing that sort Probably of made paying him, for his bloody college fund that that Philip couldn't manage as well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the other thing that made me come around to it was I thought, because you know how not many episodes earlier we'd had Stan give that Thanksgiving scene about how much he loved yeah, America and yeah. how their enemies were yeah. out to get them and stuff. Stan loves America and is as patriotic about America as Elizabeth is about yeah. Russia, mm-hmm. right? And so in that final scene, they both made a compromise where they put a personal thing ahead of their love of country, which is yeah. Stan let them leave yeah. and Elizabeth didn't kill Stan, yeah. even though she probably yeah. should have, for, you know, if she was putting the country first. And so I thought, well, I guess they've both made a compromise there for the other party sure. and so I could sort of swallow it in that. Um, regard. So, yeah, I came around and also I didn't – I think one of the reasons that I was such an emotional wreck was I thought Stan was going to be killed but I didn't want Stan to get killed because yeah, no, I I I've either. come to love Stan. Yeah. So um, I love that flawed guy. I love, I love that him. crazy cat. He's um, such a great actor. He's such oh, a great actor. Brilliant. And what about how he's even per- perfected a facial tick? Like in moments of great stress he's got this awesome oh. facial tick which is just – so genuine and so it's so moving because he is just this sort of weak, uncertain guy who will always do the right thing though. But know. that's the strength of this show with the acting is that characters who could – this show I reckon in the hands of lesser actors could have become a bit of just cliched, yeah. you know, yep. Stan the hapless boob of an yeah. FBI agent, Martha the the silly yeah. um, naive woman who gets taken for a ride. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth the psychopath, Philip the weakling, you know, blah, blah, blah. Could have become very cliched. and But because the acting performances were so deep, you never had contempt for, say, Philip or Martha. Yeah. You only had compassion for yeah. them because you liked them as people yeah. as well as understood their sort of flaws and their weaknesses. Um, another of the scenes where I reckon I was like just audibly reacting was when they cut to Stan's making call and they cut to Pastor Tim oh, no. <laughs> picking up the phone in South America yeah. and Philip's like, uh, Stan's like, is there anything I need to know? I mean. I just think that was like less than rigorous FBI questioning. It was. <laughs> it like, was. Like anything he was like I too scared to voice his own suspicions. Yeah. And Pastor Tim was like, well, it did sound a bit crazy and yeah. Adderall had already said to Stan yeah. when Stan had raised it, mate, yeah. come on, you, you, you're jumping at shadows yeah. here because you're so paranoid. I mean, there were a number of other scenes that I found really impactful but one of them for sure was when they ring Henry to say goodbye. Oh, God, yeah. And Philip does the – it was such an Elizabeth – oh, sorry, there was another moment with Elizabeth too when Philip says at the start of the episode, we have to leave and Henry has to stay. Yeah. Is that the only time we've ever seen Elizabeth cry? Yeah, it is. It's the only time she's ever come close to snapping. Man. Mm. Um, and you when see, they like, rang, in the previous episode or the episode before when she's in Chicago, 
Chicago and she thinks she's going to actually – no, she's actually in Texas, that's right. Um, and she thinks she's about to be killed as part of this, you know, bungled rescue. That was such an important plot point because – a, she thinks she's going to die and she rings Henry and has the most inept oh. mother-son conversation I've ever heard. Like she just is so far from that kid. She's got no oh. idea what's going on in his life. He's kind of bemused to hear from her. It's the most tragic scene because she thinks this could be the last conversation she's having with her kid and it's the most asinine conversation. And then, But then when she you know, does actually have what is the last yeah. conversation with the kid and, and Philip gets on and says um, – I'm really proud of you yeah. and I love you and you're a great kid and all of that stuff. And then Elizabeth gets on and she goes, what your father just said? Yeah. I agree. Or yeah. I feel the same or something. Yeah. And it was like I, that made me cry as well because I just thought, God. Were you ever not even, crying in this nah, episode? No, I pretty right? much cried the whole time. Um, I, I cried for about an hour afterwards. I was a wreck. But that was such an important moment where um, Philip goes to her aid. Like, I mean, that is a, a massive moment because mm. he puts aside – In the previous episode yeah, when he goes to Chicago. all of his objections to, yeah. to the work and whatever. And he goes on to fulfil his sort of obligation to Elizabeth in the bloodiest and oh. most horrific of ways. And oh. you just think, oh, dude, that was above and beyond. And it kind of makes – what happens – I mean, like, let's talk about um, the decision that Elizabeth makes to um, assassinate the assassin that's on her way yes, to knock yeah. off that guy. Um, and she basically screws over the entire um, directorate and yeah. um, and her, you know, the minder, whatever her name is, the Russian woman who is that yeah, great actor Claudia. who's Claudia. Yeah, who's, who's incredible. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. But um, so, like, this is – I. You know, it came so suddenly and I didn't really get a lot of warning. Like Elizabeth seemed to be tending towards more militant and more wedded to herself and her daughter carrying out to the letter every demand that they made of her. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's changed her mind and she's all for Gorbachev and she's, you know, mm. exposing any local American um, attempts to undermine and um, besiege Gorbachev. Now, I thought that that was a really, like, blunt and sudden reversal by Elizabeth. Mm. I mean, in one way, it's kind of like it's a huge um, surrender to Philip, I think, um, and yeah. an acceptance that, their country is not the country that they grew up in, that the struggle is not the same struggle. She's somehow now um, internalised and accommodated this idea that um, that the um, that Russia can come to some sort of compact she does with America. She does the assassination. Is that after they've done the Chicago operation Yeah, together? it is. So, so maybe she's then – So she's had that conversation with Philip where Philip says, you know that, you know, the um, – is it the directorate? What do they call themselves? The directorate, the, yeah. yeah. The, the directorate is actively working to undermine Gorbachev. Like that's what they're doing. Can you just and hang on? My kid needs to turn the TV down. <laughs> <laughs> so they um, – so Philip then reveals uh, to Elizabeth that um, he's been asked by these Gorby um, – these Gorby assassins to watch Elizabeth and to inform them of what Elizabeth's up to. Um, actually, no. So Philip is um, Philip is approached by the Gorby savers, including, of course, um, 
Oleg. Oleg. Yeah. And so, you know, you've got these two camps. Philip's in the Oleg save Gorby camp and Elizabeth is nominally in the directorate camp of, yeah. you know, just doing what the directorate says. So she has the confrontation with Philip who says, oh, yeah, by the way, they asked me to spy on you. And she finds this, you know, well, you didn't tell me this is a, like, complete betrayal. But then she obviously goes away and thinks about it and decides that he's right and that the directorate is kind of now off on a frolic of its own and that her primary loyalty to Russia has to involve loyalty to its titular leader. Yeah. Yeah. See, I wonder if Philip, because at the core the show's about their relationship, I wonder if there's also a thing where he's gone to Chicago for her against – what he really wants to do Texas. and it's that scene where he's chopping up that body Whoa. I mean his face is just he's just he's beyond destroyed yeah. Philip at this point um but he's doing it for her yeah I wonder if then after he's done that and shown his unbelievable love and dedication to her yeah. if she's then her assassinating that person is part yeah. of her love and dedication towards him well I think that she certainly has had a big old think about it um and um and I and a real think about what loyalty to her country is about because she has that flashback. Don't forget about when she was a kid and she was going out first for on her first kind of yeah. mission as a trainee spy, which is just a rehearsal around the streets of Moscow or whatever. And she's you know doing her rehearsal dead drop, and she's been told like, don't stop for anything, don't get distracted from your task, and she's got this you know dead drop item or whatever that she's got to take back to whatever point she's got to drop it at. And she comes across this um, cop on a bike who's collided with a horse and cart and the cop is terribly um, injured and is pleading for help from her. It's totally deserted, no one else around. And she looks at him and she turns away and keeps walking. And, like, when you first see that flashback, you just think, Elizabeth, you were always a complete monster. Like, you know. I thought that too, but then I wondered if it was a training thing to see. Well, that's what it was. So she then in the extended flashback, you see her going back to her trainer and saying, look, you know, here's what happened. I came across this injured man and I didn't, like, I kept walking. And her trainer says to her, well, Sure, if you're in the United States when you're finally on your placement, yeah. then, you know, of course you keep walking. But in Russia, you never walk past an injured comrade. You never mm. fail to help a comrade. Mm. And she's like, oh, my bad. Yeah. Let that guy die. But, I mean, that was a really relevant little flashback in her um, reflection, I guess, about what she should do in yeah. her current. So, um I've got a few questions I want to ask you about your interpretation of things. Yes. Just to go back to, say, my thing about you had to resolve Stan versus Philip, yeah. so we've discussed yeah. that. Can I just ask one more question about yeah. that? When Philip said to Stan, um, you know, I wish you'd come to Est with me because you'd know what to do now, what was he saying with that? I, I didn't I've quite... got no idea really um, beyond, um, you know, a capacity to um, accept what's been and um, – and Maybe at, at the know, time be I at thought peace or something. I don't know. As I was watching it, because I was waiting for them to kill Stan. Yeah, I thought that was going to be. I thought Philip was you're saying about some, to die. 
Yeah, yeah, I thought he exactly. I thought he was saying if you had come to that thing with me and you were more in touch with yourself, you'd kill me now and not let me be manipulating you oh. like I am. But then, of course, he hmm. didn't kill Stan, and so that's not what it meant. Yeah. But I wasn't really quite sure what it yeah, meant. Yeah, no, I didn't get it. Sorry. I, the the Est subplot I always found sort of a I bit I found that tricky. annoying yeah. as well. Okay, then, so the other thing I wanted to resolve was Stan and Elizabeth versus Paige and Henry, which they did, I thought, really well. Henry, yeah. of course, was fairly remote from the family in yeah. the end and he was always going to be cut loose. So that was sad but understandable. Paige, yeah. what did you think when Paige got off the train and you saw her on the platform and then we see the final shot we see of Paige is she's gone back to Claudia's apartment and yeah. is sitting in and Claudia's just apartment. just drinking some vodka. I thought, good call. I think I would have gone to the apartment and got stuck into the vodka But as did well. you take the fact she was getting stuck into the vodka and in Claudia's apartment as a sign that she was going back to America and was going to continue trying to work as a Russian agent or did you think she's just gone there because it's a safe um, place to go and she's – because I, I took I think, it that she's an American. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't think so. I think that um, – so remember when um, Claudia and Elizabeth and Paige had that drinking session? Yeah. Like it's the only time where – apart from the kind of workout sessions where Elizabeth and Paige kick each other in the garage endlessly, mm. it's the only time you've seen her being like on terms with her mother that is um, sort of equal. Where they're not pushing in different directions, yeah. you know. Um, and I thought that that scene was really interesting and it was about as close – you know, Elizabeth gives Paige flashes of information about her childhood and how difficult it was, and she's usually under stress of some kind when she does that. So yeah. the most recent iteration of that being when Paige approaches Elizabeth, like storms into the house and says, did you sleep with this kid mm. to get information? You know, you're a slut, you know, which is kind of so complicated because that's pretty much what Paige has been proposing mm. that she be allowed to do mm. and Elizabeth's been sort of, no, absolutely not, you may not do that. Um, so it's very mixed up and you get this sort of strong sense that Paige's loathing of Elizabeth is partly um, complicated by her awareness of how like her mother she is. Right. And there's that point where, remember, she says to um, Philip who comes around to her apartment one night, um, you're not like me and mum, we're different from you. Right. And I think she's right about that but it doesn't mean that Paige isn't sort of totally mixed up about it. I, the, the return to Claudia's apartment I interpreted as Paige's last point of contact with a place that she could even partly call home. She obviously can't ever go back to her own apartment. She obviously can't ever go back to um, Philip and Elizabeth's house. I thought that her visit to Claudia's apartment was basically a last kind of like toast to a place that she's got a connection with. Yeah. Um, and that sort of sitting down with the vodka and knocking it over, I thought was like the, I don't know, like a, a like almost like a ceremonial um, right. farewell to that part of her life. I think she will continue to be a Russian spy, Paige. Oh, interesting. Mm. Okay, because I, I had a couple of, thoughts about that one was I thought that it could simply symbolize that Paige like Elizabeth is a survivor and she's resourceful and she's yeah. she'll do whatever it takes yep. to now reinvent herself in whatever form is yeah. required um I still at core think that the children are Americans and yeah. I think that Paige has been having a bit of an adventure yeah. with this exciting thing with yeah. Philip and Elizabeth I felt like the fact she got off the train to remain in America was because 
she's an American. She doesn't yeah. want to fully immerse in that Russian thing. Yeah. And I sort of didn't think she would be necessarily a Russian spy. But then I also thought, well, is it symbolic that she's gone to Claudia's apartment and is yeah. having the vodka? Is that yeah. a, a, a wink to the audience that she is going to carry yeah. on in some um, well, she can't capacity. work for the State Department now, can oh, she? Oh, well, exactly. Yeah, so she's she's sort of toast. So I wasn't quite sure about Yeah, all I don't know. I just, yeah, I feel like she is kind of bound to Russia in some way. Um, I felt, it felt right to me that she got off the train and didn't go yep, with them. Yeah, absolutely. So then what about then the final... I mean, it was incredibly moving when they've got back to Russia and they're driving through and then he looks at it and says it's so different and she says in Russian, we'll get used to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was just, it was a very rounded ending. But I think um, it it was a beautiful sort of parabolic return to the reality of their lives, which is that they spent decades in America defending a Russia that they weren't, really familiar with anymore and in the end um elizabeth had to choose between these battles of the past that she's reliving and i mean she and um philip both you know through their flashbacks of their childhoods and their their um uh entry to the world of espionage when they were children and like obliged to marry each other those strangers you know, they have created this extraordinary um, allegiance to a country that they can they only remember through the f- prism of this extensive and, like, terrible hardship, which they kind of unveil flashes of every, mm. every now and again, starving, being beaten, in Elizabeth's case, being raped and, you know, abused so comprehensively that, as she says to her daughter, like, it just meant nothing. It meant mm. nothing. Um, Hot Callum's favourite line of the whole finale was when um, Elizabeth says to Philip, maybe we w- would have met on a bus, maybe we would have met on the street or whatever it was. Because Callum felt that it's so much about the defining moment of their lives is the meeting of each other and yeah. so – it was unfathomable that they could have gone through life and yeah. not been sort of yeah. in this arranged, you know, it was an arranged situation but that it was such a profound yeah. thing. Okay, one other question that I want to ask you is um, what was the significance of the screamy paintings? Oh, I think, look, I found that one of the things I love about the Americans is because I'm so fabulously bad at following the plots that are comp- like you know the sopranos i think i've told you i'm always just like but what about the guy with the horrible jumper we know like, you could he from, from previous the- episodes tell the difference between matt damon and leonardo I know, DiCaprio. that is so, definitely the yeah. nadir of my like <laughs> yeah. id problems um yeah oh, so bad um so i'm quite comfortable now to just sail through scenes where i think i don't know exactly who that person is or like why it's relevant but I feel like I'll find out in the end. Mm. So she was posing as a nurse and looking after this dying woman because she was monitoring the woman's husband, right? And there's that incredible moment where she kills the woman essentially to free up the husband to go to the meeting that she needs to bug him at. Like, But it's also true <laughs> that she had this sort of extraordinary um, connection with that artist, with that woman. And um, – the woman who's fighting through all this like, incredible pain is also partly for her own distraction trying to um, teach Elizabeth how to draw. And I think that the story that happens there is that um, 
Elizabeth starts to look at things more simply. I'm sure that that's like that must be the reason. Um, so this woman, the artist, is in this intense pain and she's drawing these charcoal sketches that are about women experiencing intense pain, right? Like so I get the sense from – I mean you could tell why Elizabeth was there in a business sense. She was there to monitor her husband but in the um, in the interim what was also happening was that Elizabeth was kind of through art and observation – coming to terms with or analysing some elements of her own past life as well. And that image of the screaming woman, I think, I don't know, it's sort of, to me, it kind of switched into um, Elizabeth's justification to Paige about why she does what she does, like that mm. that her life had been full of this pain and that, you know, she felt on a really fundamental level obliged to fight the fight that she'd signed up for decades ago mm. um, in it, an attempt to prevent that sort of pain for others. I mean, it was clearly that painting some sort of expression of something that she felt unable perhaps to express herself or had a connection with because there's that scene too where she needs to burn it after yeah. the man gives it to her yeah. so there's no evidence and yeah. she really she struggles. Do she doesn't want to do does. it and then she finally does. So, But isn't like that that painting is about what that woman is experiencing which is unbearable pain to which there is no answer. Like, mm. you know, she can yeah, keep pumping morphine into this woman but like her her suffering, you know, her pain is uncontrollable and unbearable and all she can do is sort of scream really. Like that's mm. what that painting is about and it's sort of expressing what this woman is going through. And, you know, that's kind of the reality of Elizabeth's mm. life in Russia, a country to which she is about to return. <laughs> Ray! Um, now can I just say, because I almost never say anything nice to you, um, can I just thank you for watching that? Because oh, you're very I, welcome. I really enjoyed it. I love telling you about stuff that, you know, I've seen or read or whatever and haven't, and you haven't, because yeah. that's also fun. Yeah. But there is nothing that I enjoy more than when we have both watched or read something and both really liked it. And then I can actually ask you, what did this mean or whatever? Because I always come out of it thinking, oh, yeah, okay, right. I didn't look at it like that. That's fantastic. Great. And did, didn't see that. Until you said that it, the instrument, the um, episode was mostly instrumental, I hadn't thought about it. Oh, really? Was yeah. It? In that case, it was a totally successful device. Massively. Yeah. But then when you said it, I went, oh, yeah, that's right. There was that massive use of, you know, with yeah. or without you. Um, but I hadn't realised. I mean, the music is a gigantic part of that show. That yeah. clanging opening yeah. theme, which sounds so like my internal and jangly. Yeah. Oh, that's what I feel like. It's, just that music is how I feel. As soon as it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. We sh have you, do you want to add anything else? Or no. I'm spent. Let's all have right, a cigarette. <laughs>